everybody, welcome back to another episode of Time Wasters. I am Brendan Throw, otherwise known as Sneak Snag on the Internet. This is episode four, and I have a good friend of mine with me today. Some of you may know him as Phil's of Minecraft. Hi, mate. <laughs> Not to um shorten the scope of your gaming prowess, but Certainly, right. you're certainly known for your Minecraft. I love the other day. <laughs> the other day when we played Splitgate, I was watching your chat, just like freak out how good you were, and I was like, I, I've literally watched Phil. Like, I mean, you're like a competitive Halo player. Well, I then, was, yeah, yeah. And then also, like when we first met at TwitchCon in 2019, you told us about how like the Rocket League place like made you leave because you were destroying too many people <laughs> I don't yeah, know also i was complaining about the car they were trying to make me me use because it was like a prime <laughs> event right so it's like yeah it's like twitch prime x rocket league and they had this car that was trash and they were forcing people to play on it and i was like oh every time i like switched to the octane they got pissed <laughs> <laughs> like excuse me can you switch to the prime cars like ah. Uh -huh. uh. But it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I remember you telling me that. And I was like, there's no way. Like, you're like this good at the game. And then we went back there. So I hadn't gone with you and they were like trying to get you to leave. And you started playing again. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just schooling them. It was funny because like, it, it was like smurfing, dude. They were just like, there was like one other person that was decent. And me and him were just going for ceiling shots and flip reset. <laughs> And like everyone else is just like, how do I turn? A great ex a great example I have is um I don't know if you're gonna you, I doubt you're gonna know who this is, but um I went to the same high school as Jason Tatum. He plays for the Celtics, like a, a professional NBA team now. Yeah, he was I have a, no idea. Yeah, <laughs> what a, it's a professional American basketball team. Sports. He's very good at the game. But I watched him because he was a year below me. So I came back to watch them play for the state championship. And just like watching him on the court that day, it was like watching a dude like trying, not even trying, but being way better than everybody because they're was, just not on the same level. It was so fascinating. Did he look, did he look bored? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely bored. Like he was like doing a light jog and then just kind of went, oh, yes, whatever. This is all right. Yeah, pretty much. I'm having fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so I already kind of alluded to the fact that I, I mean, like TwitchCon 2019 was when we met each other. So I don't feel yeah. like a lot of people know that we're friends. I feel like I'm kind of in comparison to everybody else we know, a little uninvolved with the Minecraft scene. Um, yeah, you're not as heavy in the Minecraft anymore. Not as um, interested, but I, I know all of you you're not, because you're not on the Dream SMP, which is like no. a huge thing that people just connect the dots. Yeah, nor do I really feel like I want to at this point. It's not really something I'm interested in. Minecraft is just like, I think the game has had a lot of history with me, and I've done a lot with it, and it's done a lot for me. But it's just kind of, I feel like it's run its course a little bit. That's fair. But anyway, um. So yeah, I we met at TwitchCon, um, mainly because of Wilbur. Yeah, and I knew Wilbur because of SMP Live, and I I distinctly remember 
Will asking me if you could come hang out at our Airbnb. But he, he didn't say, he was just like, can Phil come? And I was like, I don't, who's Phil? So, <laughs> and he was like, Phil's a Minecraft. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> so, that guy but that I also, died once in a five-year yeah. world. <laughs> but like, I remember you showed up and this was the day after like everybody, all the partners got to like grab all their merch the day of the convention or it was the same day or whatever. So I had like purple everything on, like everything was purple. I remember remember that being the funniest part of like meeting someone because I'd I'd met like a bunch of people already in like careers that like obviously I'd met like Fit um, and like and Venom, I guess. And, you know, like Schlatt. Oh, let me silence my phone, hunt. No problem. Um, and I and I, I met all these people, and I was just like, oh yeah, it's just it's, yeah, they're, they're pretty much like just just like how I met them online. Like they're cool. They're just you know, it's just better to talk to them IRL than over Discord or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I met you, <laughs> and I was just like, ah yes, the merch man. <laughs> the merch man. <laughs> he, he is now known as Merch Boy. Uh, Man's just wearing all of the Twitch merch. Literally the all purple. Time. It was comfy was, too. You were just wearing like this giant purple hoodie. Yeah, well, it, was, it was a jumper. It was a jumper, in like San Francisco heat. Yeah, it was great. Just chilling, just like I, think yeah. I was like semi drunk as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like semi drunk <laughs> at that point too, because you came to to literally we got drunk and had ate pizza and shit. So, and then you and you and Will poured beer over the balcony into my mouth, which that was, was interesting. <laughs> Was, Most of it did not get funny. into my mouth, but why did we do that again? I don't know. I, I don't. I think you guys were up there, just hanging out, talking about stuff, and I went downstairs to get something, and then I, I'm pretty sure it was Will's idea, which doesn't surprise me. But <laughs> yeah, that's how the we hi- met. The highlight of the Twitch of TwitchCon parties. <laughs> yeah, gear poured into your mouth from a balcony by. Yep. Those are Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, not many people can say that. I, I think I might be the only person who can say that. It's pretty so, interesting. Yeah. I think so. That's my weird Very flex you- for the. It's gonna be like one of my two truths in a lie. It's gonna be one of my truths. It's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna believe it. It's like how is that? That didn't happen. I feel like it's so too weird. obscure for people to be like. That's definitely the lie. I feel like that's like I don't know. Maybe that's an easy one. <laughs> Well, they're all gonna know now. <laughs> That's a good point. It was fun though. It was a good time. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was like my first major like event that people knew who I was. Me too, but clearly weird. not not in the same amount because like you you know you had your five year blow up and I had the one minuscule Minecraft server in comparison to today's numbers. But I feel like SMP Live back then was pretty fucking huge. It was, it was like it was the talk of the town, bare minimum, and people showed up to see people from the server. Not maybe maybe not me specifically, but people knew who I was because I was on the server, and there's a lot of people coming to see people from the server. So like, I definitely had a lot of time in the sun during that convention, and it was really really cool. I think that was like probably still one of the most validating things that I had done as a creator and I just started like literally like two weeks prior I committed to being full-time and like going there and seeing all these people excited to see me was like so fucking cool yeah it's pretty wild you made um, the right decision, man. 
Yeah, I, I'd like to think so. I mean, it was either that or using the piece of paper I spent four years getting. So now I just watch true crime videos on stream and that's how I use it. <laughs> just point, point and laugh and then also give actual commentary that makes sense and is factual. <laughs> yeah, I love I love when I post it on YouTube now um, and I get a lot of dissenters in the comments trying to like pick apart my analysis and I'm like, what what is happening? Like, what is happening right now? I'm like, I'm not even trying to like disagree with the JCS videos. I'm just like adding extra details for context. And people are like, well, I don't, I don't think this is true because I, um, I was interrogated a single time and it was a great experience. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I. <laughs> What are you trying to do right now? <laughs> it's it's very weird. My it's uncle, very weird. I I I feel I feel like most people and in YouTube comments on like when they when they comment something like that, um, they are just like looking to just start just to argue. Like, yeah, they just shit. want to be mad. Yeah. They just they just want to start shit and get like someone respond to them and like have a little fight. You know, my favorite <laughs> my favorite one so far because I've only posted like maybe five I think, but there is a time during one of them where there was a female and a male detective and they were both like tugging at the heartstrings of this guy who who killed some girl and they caught him on foot like on footage this they see this person enter a car and not exit right yeah and so they're you know grilling this dude being emotional whatever and some guy in the middle of the stream chat is just like this woman's being too emotional and i like laid into him for like five minutes i was like just just say you hate women and move on because like the guy was using the same <laughs> tactics everything like doing everything the exact same way and he was just like this this woman oh and i like freaked out on him which i think is somewhat justifiable because that's so hypocritical oh, yeah. but yeah totally and then I post it on YouTube and I get all these people that are like, fuck yes, yeah, Sneak, like that was so cool of you to do that. And then like complete opposite where they're like, I think that was kind of unnecessary because I don't think he was implying much by saying she was being emotional, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, YouTube is a magical place. And it's wild. It's, it's just like a cesspool. There's a reason like I stream. Hog in. and terrible. <laughs> there's a reason I mostly stream. Which you do as well, because I think both of us come from a, a, a rare, more rare setting where both of us kind of blew up through our stream first. Mm. I think we talked about this before as well, because like you kind of blew up because your streams, because you invested five years into your world and died and that got big news, which, you know, yeah. I didn't do anything close to comparison, but like, you know, I, my server i was on was popular through streams so people came to my streams to watch the server and i posted those to youtube which got me some youtube like influence but it was mostly mm -hmm. to my streams and it still is i feel like a lot of people have like subsidiary clout that they push to streaming on twitch with and i feel like we're like literally the opposite side of the coin i don't know how much it is for you now but i feel like i'm still like using my stream to push content elsewhere rather than the opposite which is what most people do yeah yeah i mean i had a long talk with tommy about this um because he's like he knows a lot about youtube he's stuff. a prime he's example still. of a youtuber that has pushed all of his content to his twitch streams yeah like so he he, he knew that like twitch doesn't have like a lot of discoverability and stuff and, terrible like, algorithm speaking, yeah yeah after after speaking with like a bunch of other people like he spoke to dream mr beast uh, like a bunch of other big YouTubers and talk to them about it. Like he kind of like made the conclusion that, oh yeah, it's YouTube is like 
the best in terms of discoverability and the cream growth. of the crop for sure. And then you use that to push growth elsewhere. So you just kind of like spread your like uh, coverage, I guess, to other platforms. Um, and he does. He still does it. He still does common strategy. Well. Just like yeah. talks about how like it, it, this was streamed live or whatever. Every time he does like a highlight video mm-hmm. of a stream, he'll say on YouTube, "This was streamed live." When he makes the video of it. I think just to push more people to his like stream. It's it just like it's like a <laughs> perpetual motion pretty much. It's, it's like- smart. I mean, it's literally that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like people YouTube is so general and popular in comparison, even though Twitch is super normalized, like it's still like YouTube in numbers is so much more out there. Like yeah, a and lot. I also like- think like it's a it's a big thing to do with uh live content. Not everyone has the time to watch like a two or three hour stream. Um, but they have like time 20 day, minutes you know? to kill and Tommy's on their recommended and boom, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like it's, it's different, different sides of the internet and different kind of like types of content that people consume. You know, it's it. like, I'm the type of person that will tune into a stream and just have it on the background. Me too. And it could, it could be a stream that lasts like four hours, 12 hours. It doesn't matter. Um, and then YouTube is mostly uh, Twitch highlights that I watch. Yep. So it's just, it's just, it's still Twitch in a sense, but just in a different like on-demand service instead of just like, oh, let me just tune into the stream. Okay, what was happening? All right, I'm caught up. You know. Yeah, they both, they both have like really powerful kind of influence. I think. I feel like I need to put more of an effort into it because I, I mean, like my my videos, I have like the Twitch link pop up at the beginning, but I feel like I feel like people are like shocked to find out I'm I stream. Every, all of it live and i'm like <laughs> but it says it at the beginning like i feel like i actually like now that i'm thinking about it i definitely should like go on the camera and just be like blah 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 i recorded this live i'm hang out because i was i saw a comment the other day that was like oh i i hope you did all of these jcs videos i hope you post them all and stream them all and i was like i i already did stream them all <laughs> Yeah, so, they'll, just, they'll just catch like a random video from a playlist like, oh, this is episode six, but they yeah. don't read it. They just click it because they saw thumbnail with person. Well, yeah, it's it. also it's yeah. also not episodically labeled. I mean, the playlist is episodic, oh, yeah. but <laughs> do YouTube it. doesn't really <laughs> like when you numerically lay out stuff. It's easy to it's it's much easier for people to click on it if it's like not part 38 because then they'll be like, well, I can't watch this part. I have to go to the beginning. And then if I don't like the beginning, I won't watch 38, you know? That's true. It's, that's how I, that's why I started well, to like rethink the hardcore series yeah. that I do. Like, um, unless uh, you want that sort of thing. Like I like big invested series like that, but most people on YouTube want like those quick snappy videos. And then they don't realize they're even watching a series because it was so masked in a way yeah, to make you want to watch it more. They don't want to feel people. People don't want to feel left out, and I feel like that's just like sort of a oh god, an, an inherent sort of like behavioral trait of just humans. Well, that's that's I guess. why you got update accounts on Twitter and and all sorts <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. people want to be, be aware of like, everything, which is an understandable thing. Yeah, constantly updated, constantly like with their ear to the ground, constantly mm-hmm. knowing everything that's going on. They've won streams and videos. Yeah, just, yeah. Otherwise, you feel left out. You don't feel like you're part of like the group or like you know like you're not part of the experience in a sense so i, I totally get that i totally get it i i think something i learned when i was in college because i don't 
I guess I don't flex this as much because it's really not that important. But I, you know, I have my bachelor's in criminal justice, but I do have a minor in psychology as well. So I took like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 psychology classes on top of the rest of my CJ stuff. Maybe I'm over exaggerating how much, but still every psychology class, like the big, big factor is like human nature, like two things, easy, easily predictable. Humans want to be accepted and they want to be correct. And like being knowledgeable about current events in like the popular group you're involved in is like a huge way of being accepted. Mm -hmm. So like, and I don't know, because I feel like content creation has changed and it's more of like, how much do you like this person rather than being like, this person makes me laugh. So I watch them. Sometimes people are like very into specific people instead of like yeah. tons of people and, and seeing as much as they can. They're like, well, I like this guy, but I love his friend and I watch his other friends sometimes. Um, but I have, I follow him. I have notifications on for him. I haven't, I follow the update account for him in case I miss anything. I have his VOD channel subscribed to like, I feel like it's very, it's not, it's not like an unhealthy thing, but I feel like in comparison to what, you know, what, what we had when we were like, you know, 16, I feel like back in my day, yeah, back in my day, well, we had like let's plays and stuff. And it was like, how much can you watch? Who do you watch? It wasn't like who specifically do you like because like i i would watch game grumps which i still do commonly but like i watch like the creatures and like all that big group of people too and it was like it's way more like specific because i think there's way more creators as well mm -hmm. um but you know especially because like big groups like the dream smp that's a hot topic in a large audience and it's an easy connecting piece for people so yeah you know how much do you know about the people around the dream smp and then like people can go on and on is because they know all of it because they follow up with all of it because they eat whether they watch the streams or not they have all the update accounts letting them know about things yeah it's which like is this big cool. buffet of content yeah. that they can just pick from and like mm -hmm. some people go hard and have like the entire fucking buffet on one plate and other people just pick like one the things part. they, they like. just want the yeah. desserts. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> they just want the meat section or the desserts. So like these the starters. I feel like I've I've used update accounts as the butt of a joke a few times. And I don't mean to like <laughs> I mean like everybody's worthy of a funny joke against them, but like at the same time, like I'm not trying to knock them at all. Like I think that's a i think it's cool that people are able to have so many people aware of of someone's content that they can have like constant updates for that person. And then all these people can gather this information due to their efforts and then use that to relate to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like community. It's just like human community. nature. I mean, like, that's what college is. College is like, well, I'm stuck in the same area with all these people and we all go to the same place. And these people I also study the same thing with can relate to the same things I'm interested in doing. It's yeah. just I mean, it's just people being people. I don't know. I think people are too... I, I like to make fun of them sometimes, but I don't really... I don't dislike update accounts. I think it's an interesting thing. I think it's fun for people to be able to connect that way. But yeah, as, as long as they're not like breaking anyone's boundaries, absolutely. Like being super, super weird, then mm -hmm. you know, whatever. People enjoy content and enjoy their creators in different ways. Just let yeah. them vibe. You know, like, not hurting anybody, just let them vibe. Content has 100% gotten way more personal than when, when we were younger. 
Mm -hmm. um not in a bad way either though because like we want that human connection whether people think so or not like that being able to see the humanity in each other is like such a bonding piece whether it's through like a parasocial relationship or not like being able to humanize with the person you watch so much is like i mean that that like make or makes or breaks like whether you're a huge fan of them you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um speaking of content i mean you're you are phil's of minecraft that, <laughs> so i have a be, that be what that i'm known as sometimes yeah yeah and i have a <laughs> i have a great question uh just because yeah, uh i thought about it while i was you know walking around my neighborhood but um you know so you are known for many things but one of the things that you were mostly known for was the fact that you died in your five-year world right e. um and i feel like i'm a little bit luckier than some people because i ended up blowing up within a year of me streaming right due to the opportunities i was given through prior connections right yeah um but some people are years into their streaming and and haven't seen a lot of traction and i wanted to ask you like what what was that like for five years because like it wasn't like you weren't known like some you had a fan base but in comparison to what happened after you died and even now like how did it feel to have the little bit you had and what what made you keep streaming for the five years that you did with that world specifically i think i i only started streaming it like maybe three years in i forget now um because my internet was trash like it was so bad i would end up like just recording footage with fraps and <laughs> right i would i would oh, literally man. record the footage what with a name fraps drop. and just put it up and like edit it you know and then like later in the series um it would all be all be on youtube and then later in the series when i started to get towards like end game um i would start to like record sections of me talking about what i'm gonna do and then just work on it for like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours recording little pieces of like progress footage along the way i would just mm -hmm. like have fraps open just like hit the button record for five seconds stop um and that was just i don't know it was it was a lot of fun it's the only thing really keeping me going was that i was having so much fun doing it and like yeah i had like five or ten people watching my shit you know like i had people i had i had like maybe a couple of hundred subscribers on youtube and a lot of the people that were watching me were from the halo community i used to be a part of when i played like competitive halo and stuff so they were mainly friends i'd made like years and in, in it in like in the past and they were just kind of hanging around just like oh look at this phil phil's just giving minecraft a crack look at this he's doing oh we he took our suggestion of playing hardcore because he thought it would be a cool challenge you know that's what kind of started me like playing hardcore in the first place like i'd done minecraft for a while I'd been playing it a lot with friends. I even had like a server that I set up. I would do like all sorts of different like bits of content and stuff. And then I just said, you know, hardcore mode seems like a challenge. Should I give it a go? And then everyone that I knew said, yeah. So I started doing it. So they're like part of the reason essentially why I committed mm -hmm. to doing it. But rest of it's kind of history, reason, man. Yeah. The, the, the main reason I kept going was just because it was so fun. I like, enjoyed it. I think yeah, so I as just well. I love creating things and just 
yeah, like showing the progress. Like it was really fun to make that sort of video of like, here's what I'm going to do and I'm doing it. Here's some music and this is it done or this is it kind of done. You know, I just loved the progress of like just world building in a sense, you know? Mm -hmm. I cannot relate. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I Vanilla Minecraft just gets super... I feel like I drag my feet so hard when I play it. It's just... I, I don't have as much creative inspiration when it comes to that game. And I, I don't know why. But um, it just is what it is. I like the simplicity. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I've, I've fucked around with the, the Minecraft like mod scene mm. a bunch. Like, I went through tons of different mods. I love My favorite modded. was probably... Um, uh, what's it called? It's, uh, oh, I'm going to, I'm right. Is it on. like an old mod pack or? I mean, um, we... I played it with Schlatt. Oh, it was Hexit, right? Hexit. Hexit's yeah. a great one. I, I remember love Hexit. I loved Feed the Beast. I loved Hexit. I loved, um, Attack of the B Team. Mm. Oh, dude. I was into all of them. They're so good. I, I mainly, I mainly would do because I, I had a, I had a series called Modtacular series, um, which was me just literally seeing how much I could break the game with adding as many mods as I could, <laughs> like just, just anything I wow. liked. I, I, I would be like, oh, I really like this mod. Let's add it. That's I like some Skyrim energy. Let's add it, you know. And I would just go through, and then eventually it just got to the point where I was like, kind of burnt out on mods. I think I, I want to yeah, go fair. back to vanilla for a bit. And stayed a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's it's like it mods mods in Minecraft are fun, but like there's only so much fun you can get out of it because I feel like it they're very oversaturated and you can get kind of mm -hmm. bogged down with a lot of extra shit. You Some know? of them can feel kind of similar too. I feel like people like to add mods from mod packs that they love mm -hmm. when they're making their own, but then I feel like they don't realize they're basically making the same one, but like not including like four things from the previous mod pack, you know. Yeah, it it gets a bit much, and like I I realized that I kind of was sort of blocking my creativity by just having all of this like sensory overload of like oh I can do this mod I can do it's this too much mod, going mod, on mod. yeah yeah and like you take all that away and you just go back to vanilla and it's just like okay there's how do a I make um this interesting you know I don't remember the exact phrasing I think it sometimes people refer to it as the Netflix dilemma now but it's it's the idea that like you have too many options that you don't know what to choose because like people just choice. Yeah, people yeah. just sit there and scroll through Netflix shows and they don't know what to pick. But like mm -hmm. humans are really good at making their preferences based on their choices, which sounds very opposite. But like once you choose something, you commit to that thing most likely or you find reasons to commit to that thing and you invest heavily and then you're cool with it. But it's hard to make that initial choice. But once it's made, you're like, fuck yeah. This is my thing, you know, mm. um, you'll see it a lot with colleges because like, you know, a lot of Americans have really hard times choosing where they want to go unless they've had something set from, you know, maybe like familial, like their families or alums or, or stuff like that. But I, I get I don't know how much you get people asking about college stuff, but like, I guess because I went to a college and graduated in the United States, I get a lot of American viewers watch like asking me what i think and i'm like honestly college is really the energy you put into it and i'm like i could have chosen many places i chose the place i i went to because my grandpa was a big fan my sister was already there 
and they offered me more money than the other places I applied to. <laughs> but I loved that I went and I met some of my permanent friends who backtracking to the previous conversation about starting out were some of the few people who watched my streams when I began. And they were a huge supporter. And one of them was even the reason I started streaming because he was like, every time you commit to making more YouTube videos, because we had, you know, he's one of my best friends. We'd been friends for three, four years by the time I started streaming stuff again. And he was like, every time it hits the summer, you start uploading again because you're bored. But then school happens and you're like, I'm busy. I can't do it. And he was like, you're not fucking busy. He's like, quit being a loser and, and bailing out because you need to prioritize your time and he was like you have the time i know you have the time because we were idiots who played league of legends together all the time at that point <laughs> so we would invest hours with each other playing league and he was like you have the time i'm with you when you have the time and i was like fuck you stop being correct <laughs> <laughs> so i committed to it but like you know he had my back he he watched my streams or at least had them open um, to support me and, and so did my some of my other best friends at the time and, and who are still my best friends who still show up but like having that little bit of a support net so early happened only because I chose the college I chose and I made the best of it and found people that I had commonalities with but like wouldn't have known that before I chose there so going back to the thing Going back to preference over choices, I mean, I I wouldn't have had a single clue when I was 18 choosing a college that, like, the place I went to was going to have me meet friends who are permanently people who have meant so much to me and also were a huge motivating factor in my literal dream job. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't... You, you literally can't conceptualize that, but, like, I feel like, in a way, my choice helped me form my preferences and make the best of my choice. So it's really yeah, hard. Branched off in the right way. Yeah. It's really hard for somebody to commit to a choice when there's way too many options. So it sucks, especially for American colleges, because all of them are like, here's all this money. Here's all the fun things we do. So it's hard to pick because it's like everything seems amazing in the same at the same time. And it's like for anybody, I guess, who's struggling with college, but I guess this is going to upload as people are going. Like, they're already at college now. I'm getting a lot of people saying they're moving into dorms and stuff. So I guess this kind of loses the point. But maybe there's people who are feeling like they might not have made the right decision and or, or questioning their decision or still a little unsure about it. But, like, seriously, it, it college is so much about how much energy you put into it. Um, and you'll find out you'll love it way more the more people you meet and the more things you do during it. And then four years will fly by and you'll be like me where you drive past your old campus and you're like, holy shit, like, how did I spend four years here? It feels like it happened and it's gone, you know? Yeah. That's my college rant, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to like creation, though. Like, yeah, I, I can totally get it, though, because, you know, people I have a friend, one of my one of my close friends that I referenced, um, he's heavy into Skyrim and mods the ever loving shit out of the game. But then he'll play it so much and he'll have so much to do. He's like, well, I just play it for a month and then I like fizzle out because I'm like, I, there's too much to do and I don't know what to do. So yeah, I guess so that's a, like too much choice can just be like, the, it's paralyzing. Absolute, like 
yeah, it's the worst for creativity sometimes. Sometimes the the obvious one or, you know, just making a choice is the best thing to do because just being able to commit to that is important for mental stability sometimes because I feel like I feel like when my friend told me that about my content, I could have been like, well, shit, you're right. Maybe I'll just start posting to YouTube more frequently and try harder with that. But then like in my head, I was like, you know, I've never really tried streaming. So maybe I'll give that a chance. And I, and I hard committed to streaming more than YouTube, etc. Um, but you know, I, I made the choice and I have, I guess, oriented my preferences around the choice I made to the point where I've been doing the, the choice I made for two years full time. So I guess it worked out, but sometimes people <laughs> yeah, do, sometimes if you're overwhelmed with choices, you just need to make a decision and make the best of it. Especially if you're unsure, you might just end up liking it because it might just be something you didn't know you needed. True. True. I can't believe you name dropped fraps, dude. That took me back. All right, Jesus. I remember I, being able to like with the stupid little yellow like <laughs> oh, frame rate number in the top right. Yeah, and, and it would go red. And it goes red. Oh, like dude. This. I remember because I had a shitty laptop when I was a kid making YouTube. And I, I, we were talking like Let's Play YouTube era. So it was like hours of footage that would chopped into 20 minutes at a time or whatever. But my laptop was so awful, I could record like maybe two hours and my computer would be so full it would want to short out. <laughs> so I'd have to like <laughs> record for an hour, render it out, upload it overnight because my internet was awful. And also I was too stupid to know you could schedule uploads. So I would just public all of them overnight. So I'd have like oh. eight videos drop at like 3 a.m. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? Like you never used to be able to schedule um, uploads uh, if you weren't like partners with yeah. YouTube. It was like you you couldn't you also couldn't change your thumbnail to a custom image. Back I remember then. that. It was, it was rough, dude. It was rough. It's like you just you were in the wild wild west of just like I guess I just hit publish now. Mm -hmm. Um, this this thumbnail looks crap, but there's nothing I can do. <laughs> YouTube is. I hope people click it. Yeah, it's certainly YouTube has refined itself within the past decade or so for sure. Mm -hmm. it's definitely changed not for a bad way because like i feel like especially let's play stuff sometimes becomes way more like quantity over the quality of stuff yeah um which is something i kind of had still struggle with is i feel like sometimes i get too like spammy with my youtube and i just want to post stuff because i'm like this is funny i'll post it but then i don't commit the time to make it like super refined because youtube puts so much pressure to upload that I feel like I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta get out there. Otherwise my career is dead. I'm a failure. Right. And I don't even give a shit about <laughs> I YouTube. Like I, extreme. I feel like I'm somebody who doesn't care about YouTube that much. And I still yeah. feel that way sometimes because YouTube is so in your face about being like, this video is awful. You should, it, your first video is better. And, um, this one's doing okay, but it's not as good. So you have oh, to post dude. another video. Don't get me started on the 10 out of 10s. Jesus Christ. It's so manipulative. It's really, it, and they give you like fireworks when you get a one out of 10. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, look, you did well. Good job. Positive reinforcement. Can't wait, can't wait to compare this to everything else you upload subsequently. 
and make you feel bad. <laughs> so it's so much you know, easier you, to just you, stream. You know, go live. Talk, yeah, exactly. That's that's why I've been streaming like primarily because like, I I just enjoy it more and it's less stress. Like some people th think it's more stressful because it's live. I don't like, think so. I, I think actually, it's so much I easier. Do, yeah, I actually prefer it, and I like the like for a long time I've prioritized streaming, and like there's a lot of people that watch my YouTube now, and they're like, "Where's the next upload? What what is happening?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You're like, I'm like, bro, you realize back in the day when I had like Endgame like four year fucking Minecraft world that I was posting maybe one video for the hardcore world every six to eight months." at least maybe youtube is that ravenous was, dude that was it and i was just like you know i'll post it when it's done and that's always been my attitude the only reason why there was so many hardcore videos coming out initially when i started the new like the new worlds after after i like got the baby zombie attention yeah all that shit, well a lot of hype because around it. it was brand new it was like it was new everyone wanted yeah. to see what had happened from the very beginning like when you first start a new a new minecraft world everything you do very is exciting super, super important and like you, until you get to end game, it's just everyone's on the edge of the seat, especially in hardcore. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the, you don't know yeah. what the fuck's gonna be around the corner. You could just die to fall damage just like one, out of nowhere. One ravine with the creeper on top could be the end yep. of it. Yep, yep. But I was gonna say actually, you know, when you were talking about college, it gave me like flashbacks to what I did. Again. Yeah, go on. <laughs> man's man's took media, media studies, uh -huh. art, and photography. How'd that go? The, the three wankiest subjects <laughs> that don't get you a job ever. Jesus Christ. I I was just like, I'm going to follow my dream and did it. And, I, and then, you know what happened, Snake? Halo fucking 2 happened. <laughs> Literally, as soon as I went into college, Halo 2 got fucking announced. I wanted Xbox Live <laughs> so bad. I got it. I set it up and I just no life the and fuck you were like, out of it. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I got made fun of by my friends in college because Holy of how much shit. fucking time I spent on Halo. I would skip class to go play Halo 2. Yeah, that's when I uh, that's when I realized I needed to stop playing League because I started skipping class to play League to try to <laughs> grind out Diamond. And I got to it, and then for some reason I kept playing, thinking I could keep going, and I deranked out of Diamond. And then I was like, well, fuck, I got to get back. So I started doing it more and then I couldn't get back. And then I was like, this is fucking terrible. I'm literally like skipping. I didn't do it often. I did it. And then I started realizing I was doing it. And I was like, I need to not do this. So it wasn't long. But, you know, I played League for like six years at that point. And I was like, when is it going to fucking end? So I was just like, fuck it. So I played sometimes not much anymore, but it freed up a lot of time for me, which I put into streaming. And then here I am. <laughs> so, yeah, I could definitely I, relate I, to. I flunked the fuck out of college, dude. I got, I got terrible grades. I, I, Jesus Christ. I, I remember I would get so easily distracted as well. It wasn't even just a case of like I want to go home and play Halo Two online with my friends and mm -hmm. get good. It was a case of, oh, this band has a has a new album that hasn't been released yet, and now I'm listening to it in my media <laughs> class, paying no attention oh, I to played anything games. interesting. I played games in pretty much all of my classes if i was able to but it helped me yeah. pay attention which doesn't make sense so like i i don't want to make it sound like you should do this because it is a terrible idea but for some reason i had an easier time remembering things from class if i was like playing a, i played a lot of binding of isaac in class in college 
So, but I could remember specific scenarios from Binding of Isaac that would help me remember things we talked about in class, and it would help Damn. me like do better on exams, which doesn't make sense. I don't know exactly what kind of learning that is. I Man, I don't know. Video games maybe it's just me trying to. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just me trying to justify being a fucking asshole and not paying attention. <laughs> but like, I would hear. I would be paying attention auditorily and I'd get called on and I'd be able to like answer the question. Like I commonly would participate in class while playing a game just because my brain was like, I can't like sit here and like stare at this teacher. Like I'm going to not pay attention. Like I will zone out. I need something to like keep my brain busy while my ears listen was pretty much how it, how I did it, which yeah. it uh, probably isn't the best idea, but I, I don't know. I kind of, I mean, I graduated, I spent four years and I didn't, I mean, I had like, I think a B plus average by the end of it. So and I can't, I I can't imagine how much little work I would have got. I mean, <laughs> I, I barely, I barely even paid attention in class to begin with, without the, the distraction of a video game in class. Jesus Christ. I like, listen, I, I don't know how I did my it. Hand, like I would draw tattoo tattoos on my hand with like a biro, like a black biro pen. <laughs> Um, and sometimes it would get so extreme, depending on how bored I was in the class, it would get so extreme that it would work its way up my fingers. And when I ran out of space on my fingers, I then started working my way up my arm. It was bad, dude. <laughs> I had. I, I was practically ink poisoning myself with this shit. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I would have people who I was friends with because we studied criminal justice together, like sit by me in class and like watch me play <laughs> it was probably not a great thing i was probably not helping a lot of people but like it helped me focus i i can't explain it for some reason yeah, sometimes had the like opposite effect with me i had people looking at my arm <laughs> and shit and be like yo that's fucking sick and i'll be like yeah i didn't learn shit today <laughs> <laughs> people like i don't know people ask like how i stream for so long or like how i because I, I always watch youtube while i'm doing something else like i'll play a game while i watch youtube all the time or i'll watch a stream in the background while i play a game when i'm bored but it, it helps me like laser focus like i can't explain it something about having that like ability to hear something but then like do something else just helps me like remember the audio i'm putting in to my brain i don't i can't explain it maybe somebody with better like knowledge on how like memory works through auditory cues can say something in the comments i don't i don't know i have no idea i doubt i don't even know if that person's going to be watching but like you're seriously i can't i can't explain it you're basically describing exactly what my chat do there's like so many people in my chat that watch me in the background yeah and then they're just like hey dadza just got a fucking a star can i get a pog and i'm like what do you mean? You are a you are a sixteen month sub, and you watch. You've been chatting and watching me for so long, and you just aced your fucking tests <laughs> whilst watching me in the background. That yeah. you are sneak. You are literally describing what they do. Like I don't I, understand how, I, dude. I feel like Twitch was a little too built for someone who behaves exactly like myself. I feel like it's kind of funny <laughs> how it worked out for me. It's wild. I, dude. I, I don't know. Like I feel like I, I feel like one first of all, like I got lucky being able to get into the things that I've gotten into. And it's, you know, bolstered my career weirdly fast, so I'm super grateful for it. But like it happened really quickly because I started streaming and I was like, 
I fucking like this shit. I was like, <laughs> fuck YouTube. Like, this is awesome. I was like, I can just yeah. sit here and like shoot this shit with people. And at the time it was like five because like I had posted like, you know, you know, like my sweaty PVP Minecraft content that I really could care less about now. <laughs> and so some people recognized me. I had like a thousand subs or so on YouTube and some people I streamed a few times sporadically before I really hard sent it. And some people were still following and like saw it and were like, hey, man, what's going on? So I had like maybe five and it was great. I was like, this is incredible. This is super fun. Um, and then I guess I just I don't know. I keep walking into opportunities and making the best of it, I suppose. Yeah, just run, roll with it. Yeah. I, I, that's really that's really what content is. I mean, people think there's some consistency or work hardworking business strategy. It's just, oh, dude, you don't understand me for tips all the time. And I'm it, just, I'm, I'm just like, just to stop, give. dude. There's nothing to give except just do it. Like literally, like I know people like make fun of creators who are like just consistently streaming and it'll come. But like, it's not because you're being consistent that like you'll blow up. But like your consistency will let you be seen and that might give you opportunities to take advantage of a situation to where you will get like you'll blow up i yeah. mean like i mean like I, I i try to tell people this as much as possible because there's a lot of streamers that watch me and ask for advice and stuff and they're like yeah. i just hit affiliate what do i do or like i'm i'm starting to get more viewers how do i cope and i'm just like or, or they're, they're asking like how do i talk to myself for like an hour <laughs> You just start just saying like, shit, dude. Like, I can't explain practice. it. Yeah. Just, it's, just it's, do it. It's literally just practice. And like you said, in terms of, like, being prepared, like, or being ready for if you get attention out of nowhere. Like, I, I can't tell you the amount of times I got raided when I had, like, 10 viewers. And I would jump up to, like, 100, 500, 1,000. And it never really stuck. But... You can't get discouraged by that at all. That's well, that's something that I try to tell as, as people. Rates as tend to as do possible. that too, to be fair. Yeah, like when people arrive at your stream forcefully by another streamer, <laughs> there's only going to be so many that hang around because mm -hmm. they aren't there for you. They came because their streamer said, let's go watch this person for a bit. But they don't know you and they might not like you. Which is, and that's you, you can't take that personal. That's at just all. life. I mean, that's just literally yeah, life. You can't exactly. have somebody send you a hundred something viewers, and then you go from like fifty to four hundred, and then you go to like a hundred, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I guess it's me." It's not. I mean, it's literally not. It's really not. It's There's just, just so people, many different people have of content. Yeah, people have their preference, and their preference is like, "This guy's awesome. I want more people to see him," and then maybe a fourth of them are like, "Okay." You know, I, I, I fuck with this, but yeah. that's a, f that's more people. I mean, like all of it counts. Yeah. All of it's important. There's still going to be a few that hang around, but don't get discouraged when you see that huge number drop back down yeah. to a small number. Right. That's, that's another thing I tell people. Don't look at the view account. But also you should never look at the view account whilst you're live, in and, my opinion. And people aren't going to send viewers your way if you're not streaming either. I mean, like imagine yeah. had you not started streaming two years into your world and you died I mean, it would have just been like, man, that, that sucks. Yeah, I would have just would have just been like, like yeah. this is how I lost the world. And I, don't, <laughs> I didn't record I don't, it. Whoops. Yeah. I don't know if it would have gotten as much attention. No, and, definitely and not. Maybe you wouldn't have gotten as many opportunities. I mean, it's just like streaming is really about 
consistency in getting yourself out there and just having yourself be known. I mean, unique ideas and fun concepts and a unique personality is important, but like being able to just be live is so powerful in terms of the opportunities you're given because I, so many people joined SP Live after I did, but no, but like there, there are so many people that join that server that don't do content or yeah. don't have nearly as many number not the numbers matter but like they they demotivated so heavily because they, they they barely streamed when they were on it but they when they did stream you know they got numbers but then they you know SP live fizzled out like everything does everything dies but yeah every, everything's got a time limit. but they didn't do anything they didn't do anything else they didn't push content elsewhere during it they didn't push content elsewhere afterwards they were like well there goes my thing i do guess mm -hmm. i'm not doing this anymore and then yeah it's like well it, but just keep going like I, people think streaming is like always like this giant fucking like descent off a roller coaster and it's like constantly going crazy and numbers are going burr and follower counts are going super fast and i'm like i feel like the not to like i'm not like salty about it but i feel like the only situation where that's really apparent for a lot of people is is in minecraft and like very specifically the dream smp like members in that community very much blow up because they have such a large and excited fan base for people a part of it so when yeah. somebody not a part of it doesn't have the consistent growth and the passionate fan base that that group has they're they're thinking something they're doing is wrong despite maybe even streaming minecraft and and doing similar content but i'm like there are so many lulls in streaming where you're just kind of coasting and you're having fun, but like, you're not really, you know, the follower accounts, not going crazy. The, the, the streams are doing okay, but you're not like getting above your average view count. You're just kind of doing okay. But then like, yeah. you don't, you don't stop streaming because you're not getting super popular at the time. Yeah. Like, like I try to tell people that too, like you just need to do it first and foremost because you enjoy it if you're yeah. doing it for numbers if you're, you're doing gonna, it for like attention it's a losing fight um yeah you, you're not you're not gonna keep keep it up you're gonna lose motivation really early on or like I don't you're know, gonna, it, you're it gonna really be, fuck could, up your self-worth yeah you, you could like I've, I've known streamers who have streamed for like six or seven years and then they just stopped yeah I learned because the other day that like high anymore. They're just like no, I'm I'm done, and just stopped. They didn't care. They they like lost yeah. interest or just moved on. So I you can't have to really love it. I can't yeah. remember who told me this, but like somebody told me I can't. I don't remember the exact number, but like I I learned from somebody else that Captain Puffy has been streaming for like I think it might have been ten years, like when Twitch started. Maybe it was like six, but still mm. like a pretty fucking long time. And I didn't really know of her until Dream SMP because I you know, wasn't a part of whatever community she was in or, or the Justin you know? TV. Yeah. I, I kind of just knew you guys and I'm not really like, I, I watch your guys stuff because I, you know, you're my friends and I support you, but I never really like branch out much through Minecraft past that. So like I see people you're involved with, but I was like, I had no idea, but like she's clearly put in the time and it has yeah. gotten a Experience. huge opportunity that she clearly enjoys and took, took full, you know, she, has taken full advantage of it 
Yeah. Not, it's like being prepared for the yeah. ball that like comes into your court, right? If I, you're not ready I, yeah. for it, you can't hit it. If, if you, you don't want, like, if you don't want the ball, it's not going to go well. Yeah. But you're going to get the ball at some point. Like, yeah, it's it's so at some point if, if we keep with like the sports analogy, at some yeah. point there's going to be this perfect pass, and if you miss it, you've missed out on potentially a huge opportunity of running to the end zone with it. Yeah, you have you have to be you able to catch scoring. it first of all. And you have to be able to run with it and keep it and consistently like keep going. And, and yeah. part of being able to do that is having the experience and the knowledge and just overall the like kind of like drive. Yeah. Right. If if you're not if you don't have the skill or experience built up to really catch that and run with it, then the chances of you like succeeding or, or kind of like getting that that end goal, that dream are like like shot like you just you're just not gonna make it you have to be incredibly lucky and also have the skill set to consistently like keep it going i think yeah i I, i've said it plenty of times um you know to friends and and to people asking for advice on stream and stuff but it's like you know just because you don't have like a thousand viewers watching your stream doesn't make your content like less worthy like you could be streaming to five people, but that could mean the world to those five people. And that content oh, yeah. is still important as much as you value it. Like if oh, you yeah. value so your some content of the best streamers uh, on Twitch are like probably sitting at like a hundred or less viewers, right? Yeah. Now. And I, I've said it, you know, this job isn't exactly talentless, but it doesn't start with you needing prior talent. It's built through your ability to continue doing it. And yeah, if you, you don't, if you're not able to stream to four people, how are you going to stream to the 40,000 you want to average? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how are you going to, you can't handle that if you can't handle the three people who are the initial start. So you need to be able to hone your skills. And sometimes that includes those periods of just like, nothing's really going on. That's like exciting and spectacular. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I had like the ten viewer, ten viewer fucking um, Minecraft streams, but I streamed my hardcore world, and I would like I I went down like um, a bit of a, a different game path for a while. I was like, ooh, I really like Rocket League. I'm gonna stream more Rocket League. I averaged two viewers. <laughs> oh yeah. When like switched to Rocket League, and at the time I was just like, man, yeah. like I was like, <laughs> fuck, people really don't want to see me play Rocket League, but. At this, but then again, I was like, well, I'm still having fun. And like, I know I'm like making funny content because like I'm I'm laughing my fucking ass off and my friends are laughing like we're having a good time. Yeah. Like people that do tune in are having a good time. It's just that I was known more for playing Minecraft, even at 10 viewers. Which so, shouldn't be shocking with the viewer drop to some people, but it's hard yeah. to like not take that to heart when yeah, your view count is like a direct... um. I guess labeling of your talent to some people. Yeah, it's like it's like learning that like I, I learned very early on that you don't like you you can't, you can't just like say okay, I will get this many viewers on average if I play any game, especially early on too. You have to be aware that people will just tune in for the game that they saw you playing. Like people followed yeah. you for the game you were playing at that exact moment oh, man. in time. And the viewers that you really <laughs> want to please and you really want to keep around 
and like the ones that watch you no matter keep, what yeah exactly the, the people that you really want to like keep in your chat and like really kind of nourish are the people who will just show up for you i i it's, can't even it's difficult to find those people too it's difficult but like they're there and they will show up and you have to recognize that they are the most important people not the people Absolutely. that just come in randomly when you're doing the game they like like they're important too but the real ones are the ones that would, will watch you no matter what the amount of times i've gone live and like somebody else who shares a proportion of my viewers with me goes live the exact same time it i can't even count and it's like well they're it's a low view count today but it is what it is because you know people that want to watch what i'm doing predominantly are already there like they want to be there so they're there yeah. so i should entertain them and then the you know the people who kind of watch me or you know i'm the substitute whatever um they'll show up eventually maybe after that person's done and yeah. that's okay too i mean it's not you know and that's and that's not even like a slight to people that chat that channel no, hop like that's just all. how twitch works yeah. like if you are watching like like let's 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 think about it this way like i i talked about this with fundy a bit too um twitch is kind of just like this big tv broadcasts channel and mm -hmm. essentially every now and again you'll get like a notification that's like oh this person's live you just go watch them because you want to watch it live like a television program it's like oh this time like in this day kind of is modern live on. tv for sure yeah it's 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 like my favorite show was on right now i'm gonna go watch it i'll be back though like yeah exactly i'll come i'll come watch this later yeah and it's not anything you should, my, you should my never favorite take show it is personal on. Yeah. yeah it's 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 learning not to take that personal at all because that's just how twitch works or or to de devalue yourself as a as a creator or or the stream you're currently putting on because your sure. view count dips a bit i think like the more you do it the more you realize that that's just a natural occurrence and I don't know. It's just it's just kind of how it works. I mean, I feel like it's how always happens. Works. It's, it's and sometimes how the site works. Yeah, and sometimes you can be smarter about it and orient your stream time away from people who stream and share viewers with you, or mm -hmm. stream a little bit little before you think they're gonna end because you know that like one they know you and might raid you, or two when they end people are gonna hop to you. I mean, I, th there's just ways to kind of. <laughs> people do it i mean people don't talk about it but people 100 percent do that oh, shit definitely there's literally like a, a fucking book like you cannot find enough examples of people being like well my friend's about to end so i'm going to start streaming there's literally a website that tells you when to stream um yeah. it it like you type in what games you play um and it'll show you it'll bring you back when the most people playing that game are and when they're the most popular yeah. yeah it'll tell you like and when the people who have the most viewers at from the game go live and when they usually end and then yep. that the time they're not live is the sweet spot for you yep the little the little if, like time slot that you just if you're in. streaming a saturated game like minecraft or like any yeah. popular br like apex and all that stuff but which a lot of the time you need to do to even get recognized because right. like so you could be playing like a game that has no viewers and nobody's really going to tune in because nobody's looking for that game you say that you already have like an actual fan base watching you from the get-go it's pretty difficult it's to grab people from other areas of twitch it's kind of dependent. It's very dependent. Uh, I think it depends on the game as well. Because something that happened to me prior to SMP Live was I 
was kind of streaming whatever and then i streamed bully which is an old rockstar game if people oh, don't know it that's that's got a good fan base oh it. my people god the game bully. is exactly so i streamed it because i like bully and one of the things that my youtube i had people watch the bully series on my youtube years prior more than some other stuff and i was like i haven't i don't remember much maybe i'll stream it and i went from like five viewers to like 25 and to <laughs> from like a month into streaming and i was like what is happening and i had like consistently more people pop into the stream it wasn't like 20 people of the exact same people it was like 20 25 viewer average of multiple people popping in being like i love this fucking game thank you yeah. for playing it i love reminiscing i cannot recommend bully enough by the way it's like one of the best rockstar games out there it's on steam it's super cheap i'm i guarantee it it's an absolute slap of a game yeah some of the thing happened to me when i uh played through the old grand theft auto games oh my I got, god like back then when i again when i saw when you had like 10 viewers i got a bunch of extra like new people watching my stream because they're like oh fuck yeah i remember grand theft auto 3 holy shit this is awesome oh wow this mission wow and then like i went through the other grand theft Auto's. i went on the vice city you know i did san andreas like so many people love <laughs> the nostalgia i have a i have a great history with vice city um so for people that are unaware and i don't even know if you know this but my my high school was a middle school as well so it was like you know I don't know if you know how American system works, but I went there from like sixth grade to 12th grade. So I spent like literally six, seven years there. Right. But we had a laptop program. So I had like a really shitty um, Lenovo laptop, which had an integrated graphics card, by the way. I can't express Ooh. enough how how much I was balling on a budget. <laughs> um, but I, I could rant about the fucking computer program there so much. They gave us... 8 gigs of RAM and an integrated graphics card in the laptop. And I'm like, I run anything and my computer's like, cool, 8 gigs of RAM, explosion. So, but <laughs> we used to, <laughs> we used to pass around a pirated version of Vice City. I'm not saying to do this now, but this was when I was, you know, literally 14 with no money. And I certainly wasn't going to ask my parents to buy me a Grand Theft Auto game at the time. Um, But somebody pirated it so bad that the audio just didn't work Ooh. but we were playing in school anyway so like nobody cared so everybody had this like really sketchy version of vice city with no audio and passed it around the school it was very that makes me very nostalgic Dude, i still like, remember his like blue hawaiian shirt or whatever a huge part of that game's appeal is the music choice. I know, I and know, like I know. Radios and stuff. That's the best part. Is like part of Grand Theft Auto is jamming out to all the cool radios and and yeah, loading and up V Rock and just ambiance. fucking blasting it. Yep. <laughs> nope, not me. I I was playing in in silence while rough, I was trying dude. not to get caught in class. That's rough. Oh my I God. wonder why I did the same in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like nostalgic games are big. Nostalgic games are 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 really big for view count as well. Yeah. Um, maybe it it depends on the following on Twitch itself. But you Rockstar know, some, is always a good bet. Yeah. Any Rockstar game is always a good bet. It's always gonna grab like a bunch of people because mm -hmm. they were super popular back in the day. And like, oh my god, god this is so fun to replay. Oh, uh, I love Bully so much. I need to replay <laughs> it. 
It's been three years, I think. I don't know. Yeah, you should do it. God damn. It's been so long. Life's see how see how poorly aged a lot of the jokes are. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well you go Enjoy around it, you go around trying to kiss many a a, a girl, so <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a clip from when I streamed it, which doesn't exist anymore thanks to DMCA stuff. Um, but there was like Oh my god, dude, I remember it so vividly. I it was one of the house missions where you like go to somebody's house and like egg it because they're they're a dick or something. Yeah. And like the rich it was like against what like the rich boy group or whatever, and one of them comes out and I was like I was like beating him up and he was like I don't even remember the guy like in a very sexual manner was like, Oh, harder, daddy. And I like paused because <laughs> I never heard it. And I was like, What the fuck was that? <laughs> and it was a command in a clip on my stream for so long. It was literally like exclamation daddy in my chat, but it doesn't exist oh, anymore, which God. makes me really sad. There might be, a, I might have it saved or it might be in a highlight reel somewhere, but oh my God. I just remember that. That's like the one of the funniest things from that playthrough because. You know, I'd played Bully two or three times, and I'd never heard that audio line, and it threw me off so hard because that is, you know, because like Rich Boy was always like, "Oh, give me money, Daddy," but this that means something way different now. So, yeah. <laughs> like, so some games age like fucking milk, and it's oh hilarious. my god, man! Some of them age like wine, though, too. You know, some stuff just sure. doesn't get old. The other things you're like. Ooh, like, ooh, okay. that's a yikes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a it's kind of a yikes. Everything's yeah. like that too. I remember watching the first Ace Ventura movie and like the entire plot is making fun of the fact that the villain is like secretly trans, which is like so awful. Like it's such an. I awful, can't even remember. That, I, that's I literally the, the plot. Remember. The like, plot twist is that like the female is actually the guy they're looking for, and then like all of them freak out and puke because she's like, I don't even know if they even go come across whether it's just he's a crossdresser or actually trans, but like all of them like throw up or whatever. It's very shitty. Like it's a super awful way to yeah. spin a movie nowadays, and. I remember Hannah and I being like, we should watch this because I remember it being funny. And then we got to that part and we were like, it's, it's not funny. <laughs> it just sucks. This sucks. Those, just yeah. Like, You're no, like, no, well, not, not like this. Come on. <laughs> that ruined every, all of it for me. It's, it's all ruined now, justifiably. Oh, but Talking about old movies that haven't like aged too well in certain aspects. Fucking hell. Like, me and Kristen watched some old Disney movies not too long ago. Oh boy, that's that's oh good ones. Oh boy, dude. Good oh examples. boy, fucking aristocrats. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> Go on. That the, the the scene with the 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 like the Siamese cats, I think. Yep. And they sing that song. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. I <laughs> pretty uh. It's like the whole. It's it's crazy looking back at like how. Uh, like racially sort of charged and like pretty awful fucking like <laughs> awful yeah the like characters and jokes are like some characters are literally one dimension yeah and are just like so fucking offensive this is my back entire then, thing it's just, you had no idea yeah you had no idea <laughs> sucks and then it's so bad in some cases 
that one of the Disney. Well, I say this: most of the old Disney animation movies. If you go watch them now on Disney Plus, hashtag not sponsored. Yes, yeah, still. They exists. have a fucking warning at yep. the start to be like, it, in, in retro, it's, it's basically. <laughs> oh, that's my chair. Yeah. Oh, let me sit up. I'm like laying back. I'm like 45 degrees. I, I've backwards. been showing this whole time. <laughs> The 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 movies like the old Disney movies, they literally have a warning at the start yeah. saying, "Yo, this shit kind of fucking aged like milk, but we're not <laughs> changing totally it because do. of artist preservation or yeah. some shit." They're just like, you know, this is this is what they had in mind at the time, yeah. and we want to preserve this as sort of a lesson. I'm like, and also, Holy fuck, <laughs> their their image was shitty, and we know that. Yeah. I didn't even notice in Dumbo. Every person that's working on the like tents was black. What? And like, and yeah. Seriously? They were like, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a and, long like, time. Wow. I, I was like, I was, I was like, where are the white people working <laughs> on these tents and hammering these nails into the ground? Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's so fucked. Uh, don't even get me started on the, there was on something the, i watched as well. maybe it was ace ventura that had that warning no because that was on um i don't remember where what what i watched it on maybe it was amazon i don't know there was something i watched on disney where i saw that warning label and i can't remember what it was it was it's like um, a common thing they have um, now it's just when they don't want to change the movie because of like it being yeah so old and so wrong they're just like yeah just leave it it's fine look at look at this yeah. shit we did it's terrible we've learned please <laughs> such a good just example how wrong we were but like they have to tell you they have to tell you because like man it's it's wild like as a kid you have no idea mm-hmm. I, me- I remember i used to have a, an incredibly racist uncle and he yep. would tell me racist jokes all the time as a kid and i had no fucking clue yep. what he was talking about very relatable and then one day it just fucking clicked and i was like whoa dude yeah whoa nope. he is nope, nope, he, nope. He, his his jokes were not pog not my god yeah like he would just make it out that you know it was it was like a fun co- sort of <laughs> sort, sort of joke yeah and then he gets like, weirdly specific that it's this exact type of person every time yep. and you're like why yep okay yep Even a little weird thought to change like nursery rhymes and shit man he was oh, god uh, i'm so glad i don't fucking like talk to him anymore yeah he's, he, i feel like I, I i'm pretty certain the entire family has actually just sort of pushed him to one side yeah i feel like, like i'm gonna get <laughs> a little bit of flack from my family not that i'm gonna care because you know my wedding's around the corner and i'm fairly certain a few of my aunts are skeptical about vaccinating themselves and i'm like okay but it's going to be a requirement at my wedding most likely and you're going to have to show it and if you don't have it you're not going to you're not going to come because you're going to spend like 200 dollars on a fake (laughs) right i'm like you're going to be the person that dies because i'm not requiring it so i'm not i'm going to require it and you're just not going to show up and you're going to be alive. And you can be mad at me, but I you're not going to you're not going to make my like the one of the best days of my life a super spreader. You know what I mean? Stupid people are going to be stupid. I know. And I'm like you could be pissed off all you want, but like you're just not going to be a part of it then if that's going to be how it is. And I'm sorry if that makes you mad, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. We don't even have it's, to You're literally looking out for their best best interests. Right like trying to explain to a child why you shouldn't stick a fork in a fucking electrical outlet <laughs> it's 
literally what we're doing right now with like people yep. that are anti-vax. It's like, oh my God, you know, dude. if you if you do that, you're gonna get electrocuted. No, I'll be fine. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm, they want. That's I'm what they different. want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> and it has a really. Hannah had somebody come to the hospital once because of COVID, and then like kept trying to ask them if he was going to get labeled as having pneumonia instead. And they were like, no, you have it. And he was like, but it's not real. And he was like, no, you have it. <laughs> I blame Facebook and yeah. social media. People are so, I don't know, bro. Like how, so how easy to how, spread misinformation. And how in, and how in your face does the information need to be for you to be like, fine. Like, especially with the new stuff coming around with the Delta variant, like, everybody who's unvaccinated is the ones that are suffering the most. The people yeah. who are getting it who are vaccinated are, like, slim, like, very minimally in comparison to the people who aren't. And they're, it's like, they're like, well, this kind of sucks. And they get over it. Like, rarely has anybody had anything close to a, a terrible time with the new variant while they're vaccinated. And that's, like, from hospitals like that's from the people who are dealing with the people that are afflicted by this sort of thing it's not from like facebook it's not from somebody who's talking out their ass like me it's like from actual hospitals are reporting statewide in america that like 90 plus percent of people dealing with it are not vaccinated and i'm like how can you just ignore i don't know i i I'm sure they have all sorts of shit. That's such a can of worms to talk about. I'm like, just just get vaccinated, guys. Like seriously, if you're still considering it, I mean, like, it, I I don't I don't know how to convince you. It's just like people are literally dying because they're not getting it because we've done such a terrible job of handling it the first time around that a new version of the virus has come out because this is what viruses do. They mutate, mutate. to stay alive. Yeah. So for quick viral course viruses stick to a person they make more of themselves and they try to go elsewhere because eventually they get killed off right white blood cells are like wait a fucking second you're not supposed to be here eventually viruses are good at hiding and once they're caught you know the damage might already be done they might have spread it somewhere else but like but if it keeps mutating it keeps finding a better way to exist and this is how we've gotten to where we are because too many viruses have found better ways to exist to wow to to where now this version has become a superior version that is harder to shake and is worse for people who don't have the proper defenses against it you know and it it just doesn't make sense to me this has been a public service announcement yeah whatever sneak get, industries yeah. get fucked Vaccinated. Get fucking vaccinated. Whatever, dude. Get your vaccine if you can, if you are able. Jesus Christ. Shut up, content creator. Go back to gaming. <laughs> you can't chime in on this. Bro, it's, bah, like, bah, it's bah. like chiming in on yeah. like saying racism bad. Yeah, cool. <laughs> or try, like yeah. don't don't treat people like things. You know, I, I like, can't talk about it. Yeah, try and stop me. Here I go. It should be common fucking sense, yeah. man. <laughs> Fuck. I'm still talking about it. What are you gonna do, bud? What Sun are you hot. Do? Sun, sun hot. Too much sun, bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's an obvious statement. Please be upset. <laughs> so, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that was dude. a fun little aside, dude. Um, to completely deviate from that conversation, if you want to get a little personal, 
Um, your wife has returned to England. Oh, I'm so happy, dude. Which is amazing. I'm best. super happy for you guys. I even It's the cause, best. Because you guys have both expressed wanting to come to my wedding. I thought about, like, what if you guys have to see each other for the first time in a long time at my wedding? Which I would have loved <laughs> to do for you guys. But I'm glad that's not the case. Um, but, like, I I am somebody who's had, like, long distance sporadically with, with Hannah in a previous, like, relationship or two. It wasn't like a super consistent thing. It was like they traveled for a bit and came back. Hannah's, you know, Hannah's a travel nurse, so sometimes she's taking contracts outside of St. Louis and weeks at a time goes there, finishes work, comes back for a week, right? Um, and in other instances, I've moved with her, and it was as COVID hit, and it was a terrible experience because we were in a city that we didn't know, but whatever. Um, so, excuse me, what what's it... What was it like, especially like before you guys even got married, like, you know, long distance wise in general, because you guys are obviously from different parts of the world. I mean, how, what was it, what was it like? Cause I'm sure there's plenty of people listening who have their own long distance relationships. And what was the, what was the main reason you two continued the relationship despite the distance and how, how does it make you feel now that you guys are at such a point to where like, all of it does it does it feel worth it is what i'm asking i guess oh absolutely it's 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 a, it's a loaded question i'm gonna assume it was worth it it's but like what so good dude it's it's like the, the thing that kept us going i think was i think huge in part to us starting out as long distance i feel like it is a lot harder for people that have that connection at the beginning and are just around each other for like like physically constantly too i've had so many had so many relationships like fizzle because like we don't leave each other alone um Mm. and that's that's why hannah and i have gotten along as well as we have is because like we've been able to respect each other's space despite maybe one or the other not wanting to leave the other alone sometimes but sorry Mm. quick aside yeah that's that's like that's like a that's a big part of it too um i feel i I feel like it's like because we started out long distance and we had that like beginning it was easier for us to kind of like cope with not being around each other once we finally met um like we had it down dude we were like all right let's play video games at this time like we i would always know what time it was when Mm -hmm. like i like in in america at what time it was in here in the uk yeah um she would always know what time it was as well she would know what time i would get out of work back when i was still working in retail Mm mm-hmm um i would know when she would wake up i would know when when she would know when i was going to bed like it was just all we were just like totally in sync that's called giving a shit folks that's that that's that extra ounce of effort that makes or breaks a relationship for sure (laughs) and yeah we we had our like down times of just being like man this sucks like i wish i was back in america with you oh yeah she wish she was back in the uk with me um but you you just get through it because we I don't, we just fucking loved each other so much like yeah. i just love talking to her and mm-hmm. just like seeing her laugh and smile and like i don't know it just it, it really just makes me like all warm and fuzzy inside yeah i can i can yeah. definitely relate because you know i live with my fiance and um not that she i mean she's not from a different country but you know she um we met when we both lived in the downtown area of St. Louis because she lived there because she worked by there. She took a job on a whim from, you know, she went down, she went to a school in Alabama and took a job 
um in st louis because it, you know it was just a nursing job to do it was paid well and she was like fuck it i'm you know i'm now a nurse i need a job but she came here knowing nobody and i was in downtown because of my college and so you know we crossed paths and she'd always wanted to travel nurse and i was you know gaining popularity due to streaming and she was very ambivalent about it like she didn't care which i was like so into because i had had like previous relationships spring on me like a year in that they hated video games and i was like (laughs) okay so i'm an avid and open gaming dork and you spent like a year and a half not mentioning it i don't feel sorry for you moving on so it's it's one of those cases of like they were probably thinking oh he'll he'll, it's a phase no he'll grow out of it i know you dumbass him (laughs) so dumb um but yeah, I mean, she didn't, she didn't care that I was into it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so on top of so many other things, like she's, she's lovely. Um, but she wanted to travel nurse, which is for people that don't know what travel nursing is, is you work through a recruiting company. Uh, hospitals can only have a specific amount of patients per nurse. So they will pay nurses extra money to come to their hospital from out of town to add more patients to the whatever floor needs more nurses on staff, right? Because maybe they don't have enough people applying in the area or they can't hire somebody permanently. So they want someone temporarily at a time, whatever, right? So typically like you go for three months at a time somewhere, you come back, do something else, go somewhere else for three months, right? She wanted to do this as we started dating. She's wanted to do it since she was a kid. And I was like, well, I've wanted to do this since I was a kid and I'm doing it. So I'm not going to get in the way. Um, So... You know, she did a contract uh, elsewhere after we'd been dating for quite some time. And it it sucked. I mean, like, it sucked in the way that, like, you know you miss that person so much. And it pains you that they're gone. But you also are, like, you are living your best life at the same time. And we're still finding ways to spend time with each other. I'm like, as much as it was awful, like, it's it's so worth it now that we've gotten to the point where we are. It's like, you know... For people that somehow don't know, we're engaged and we're getting married next year. Um, yeah, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's been very hard not to wear my wedding ring. I'm, I I really like it and it's just sitting on my nightstand. I'm like, Meh. I want to wear Why it. Why not wearing it? It just like gets in the way when you do game. No, it just, it just feels kind of weird to wear it before, you know, everything's said and done. A oh, that's bit. right. It's a wedding ring, not, not an engagement Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm dumb. <laughs> it's all right. But yeah, you know, I didn't have as much. We've been we've been long distance a few times since we've been dating, um, but nothing nearly as much as, as you two clearly have. But I, I feel like, you know, if it's worth it, I feel like, you know, if it's worth it based off of the way you guys behave away from each other, because you realize how much you enjoy your company. Yeah. To the point where you find ways to spend that company with each other, even if you're not near each other. It's hard to put into words. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of just the way things can feel. It, it really, it's, I don't know, I can't find the words for it. It's hard to really quantify exactly how much you care about somebody until you're like actively caring about somebody. Yeah, it's that, like you wake up and the first thing you think of is, I wonder what. Yeah, you wonder where they are or you do something for them. Like I, you know, I Hannah's asleep because she worked last night, but we had groceries delivered and 
Birdseed was part of it because Hannah's super into bird watching or, or sitting on our deck and she watches birds come up, but she has birdseed and stuff for them. So I, even though she's asleep and I don't, I'm not as into it, I filled up the birdseed stuff and all that for her because I know she cares about, because birds are like weird consistently. They're, they're, they have a weird amount of wanting to come to the same place if they realize food's there. And I'm like, I know if I don't do this, she might forget because she's got to go to work and the birds might forget and then she'll be less excited because less birds will come so i'm gonna do this because i love her she's busy sleeping because she worked really hard last night um i don't know it's hard to do it to explain it's just you just do things for each other and you're like i have nothing to gain except i care about this person so i'm yeah. doing it because i care not because i get something out of it I'm just expressing how much I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about the bird seed. That's it at my old house. Jesus Christ. It got took over by a gang of pigeons. <laughs> it was like it was like fucking um, We don't we don't deal with pigeons nearly as much. Bonnie and Clyde that were like the, the famous duo. Yeah, the crime like the crime Banks. duo. Yeah. Yeah, we have we had like a Bonnie and Clyde pigeons that were like <laughs> huge and just bullied every other bird oh my away God. from the bird seed. They like practically took over it, and they would like they had this thing where they would set up a perimeter and everything, dude. It was wild. I would just watch them. Like I would wake up in the morning, get some cereal, and just be like, "Oh, Bonnie and Clyde are here," and you would just, just enjoy it. <laughs> set up, yeah. I'll just watch them set up this perimeter and then start bullying other birds because, like, apparently. Our garden was the only garden that had the good shit, and they just birds remember, <laughs> dude. They are smart. They like they're weirdly scheduled. Like they will be like, "There's food in this area. I'm coming back at a similar time the next day or in a week." And you're you're if the food's not here, I'm gonna be pissed. I feel like they must have went on multiple different runs. Like they started getting large. <laughs> like they were getting hefty maybe they have like a route think, yeah like, i was starting to think are they hustling down gotta pay like, me if you want to get to these seats bucko <laughs> yeah are they hustle are they hustling like protection other, other like back garden like bird seed locations and oh, we're man. just on the list <laughs> <laughs> just another blip on their on their list of hits yeah. unfortunate i watched i watched one literally bully a robin like the cutest little bird ever off of the fucking bird seed. It was just like this <laughs> tiny little thing up against like this little, 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 little bird up against a Goliath pigeon, just fucking beating it down Amazing. with his wings. I was like, oh my God. They got too big for the bird seed holder. It started like crack, like it, it was on this pole and the pole started like doing a leaning tower of Pisa shit and eventually <laughs> just like fell over because they were so big. Wow. That's, <laughs> that is quite the tale. I didn't think we'd get into Bonnie and Clyde pigeons today, but here we are. <laughs> That's awesome. Just pog, dude. It's yeah. <laughs> let's um let's backtrack towards content a little bit. This will probably be like the last thing we can discuss, and it could be as much or as little as you want. But like mm-hmm. we, we I mean we talked about like inspirations and, and starting out, but like is there is there like prime examples of people you watched or things that were said? Because like I, I mentioned my friend kind of calling me out on my lazy bullshit, right? Like, was there, like, that moment for you where you were like, God damn, like, I, this is, I want to do this shit. I, this is, I'm, I'm feeling it, you know? 
I mean, I used to watch, like, back in the day, I used to watch, like, a bunch of different people. And I think um, I can I can pinpoint the moment I wanted to play Minecraft. And mm-hmm. that was from watching that one Yogscast video that everybody's yeah. seen with Simon and Lewis trying out the game. Yeah. And after seeing that, I was like, I, I have to play this or game. Or their Tekkit series or Shadow of Israfel. So many yeah, I, people. I didn't, I, I didn't even get into them that much to the point where I watched any of those other series. I was very um, into them. I, I, I dropped off that, but they were the catalyst. They, they were like the flame. Mm-hmm. that lit my passion for minecraft um and after that i would just you know just randomly watch other videos like hunger games videos um i remember what i watched i used to watch captain sparkles mm-hmm. um jordan like it was yeah, a big influence with them. for me yeah it's wild like J- jordan was a big influence for me back in the day um on how to make um youtube videos look better mm-hmm. which is a difficult difficult thing to consider but like I noticed something different about his videos and YouTube had like a weird sort of preference to certain resolutions. I remember True. I spent like a day analyzing Captain's fucking videos <laughs> and being like, numbers, what does dude. he do? Yeah, I literally reverse engineered and found out exactly how he was recording at the resolution he was recording at. That's way too smart, dude. What the fuck? And like, <laughs> yeah. So like, I basically like looked at what UI setting he had his UI set to, then took how much distance there was on the tiny little black bars at the top of his screen because it wasn't a what? direct, like it wasn't a perfect resolution. And I was trying to understand why, and it's because he recorded it windowed mode. Um, but also rendered it at like a lower resolution. So like he took a high resolution image, which was in windowed mode, already at a weird resolution. Downscaled it. Then downscaled it so that the detail was smoothed out. And like I don't I don't know like many people realize this, but like back then YouTube's quality settings were scuffed as fuck. And like you could really like hack your way to getting higher quality by using specific settings and specific bit rates. I don't know how so many like, people know it now because like even Twitch is like you can't stream pretty much anything above 6000 bit rate like 720 or 1080p quality. Like you can't stream higher than they'll allow it. And Oh, YouTube, I stream at 8K. <laughs> yeah, but like you can't watch it in 8K, you know? <sighs> you can. You can. There's there's, there's a bunch of streamers that yeah, there's, do you not know this? What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe I'm just a dork and haven't been paying attention because I remember that usually or having been the case, having been the case. Maybe it's newer and I'm just an idiot. There was a there was a point. Maybe I about just didn't five even try. years ago, <laughs> maybe four years ago, where CS, CS:GO tournaments were streaming at sixteen thousand bitrate. Wow. Ten eighty p because they could because they had a deal with Twitch, and Twitch gave them the extra bandwidth and they did it. And I remember just being like in shock at how oh. like, sharp it looked mm-hmm. i'm like yo what the fuck is this but now with like the improvements in like hardware and stuff maybe i'll increase my bit can... rate tonight <laughs> with the... well i feel stupid I'll, I'll give you some tips after the stream i'll give you a yeah sure of, uh, um like depending on like if you're a partner or not you can have um you you, you have the ability to stream at higher bit rate than what they advertise so i stream it like 8k but like Mm. that that it's it's all dependent on your settings as well to do with like x264 i remember i became like such a fucking nerd at this shit it was partly due to like like i said jordan um 
I guess I'm just a huge dork. <laughs> and I, I like figured out like all these different things to do with X264 and like presets and bit rates and resolutions and like holy shit dude I, I know too much and I've probably forgotten a lot of it but that residual knowledge I have I've just put into my stream yeah um and it's yeah that's pretty much it like I, I I just have like all of that knowledge probably due to the fact that like I watched some videos in the day back in the day and was just like how do I get that quality? And then worked my way up to it and just kind of learned it all. Like reverse engineered people's vids, figured out how they did it and like transferred that to my videos. Very cool. Sorry, I think someone just delivered dog food and knocked on the door. So that was oh. pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously my dog has to freak out. I'll probably just cut out Boomer being mad. Um, yeah, because I remember like YouTube, YouTube is like thumbnails need to be a specific size and they'll downscale it to that anyway. So like you can't even really bother to, at least they used to. I don't know how much they do it now, but they used to like guarantee it was in 1280 by 720. Mm. It's probably better now, but you used to not it's, it's, go it's higher. Definitely higher. It's definitely higher now. I think it might be yeah. Um But yeah, probably they, they prefer JPEGs. They don't like PNGs. Yeah. Very specific. It's, yeah. Very specific very weird <laughs> yeah okay well uh, last thing before i go and i've asked um i asked harvey this as well when i had him on because he's in a similar situation where you have over a million subs on youtube right mm. you have your gold play button you have your silver play button correct yes they are to the left of me on my floor <laughs> on your floor <laughs> yeah they're like propped up against the wall because i'm too lazy to put oh, them on the wall you just moved in too to be fair yeah I guess that's true. I, i'm scared to drill in the in the wall dude i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> just standing up, up against the wall um which one of those meant more Oh, the 100k, 100 percent. Like okay. that was that was the moment, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" It's real. So I went, exactly. I went from 1,000 subs to 100k, and I was like, "Man!" Yeah. And, and Jesus I have Christ. I have my 100k. I don't have a million, obviously, but I can already feel that if I get to a million someday, like I'll be excited. But like, it doesn't mean as much as the 100k meant when I got it. I think like, it's because the 100k is the first one you get. It's and, such like, a validating feeling yeah yeah it's it's the first one you get and it's the first kind of like recognition from youtube yeah. that you receive and it's like mm -hmm. man that's that's cool that's really cool like and i didn't i didn't think i was gonna hit a mill like no. I, I remember my subscriber count started to like peter out um and slow slow right the fuck down after yeah. the big boom yeah and then you um, then you loomed over the dream smp everybody <laughs> freaked out which i freaked I out i remember watching you join the server Oh yeah. <laughs> I watched you join the server and I was like, yes, sir. Like, let's go. It was so exciting. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Like that, that was really fun starting that stream up that day because I yeah. started it up knowing that I am going to disconnect from my hardcore world and say nothing to the <laughs> yeah. during a penultimate huge climax. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt when, when you guys added me to origins and you, we were like, Let's all stream and welcome these three at the same time. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> like in, oh. in an exciting, like nervous way, I was like, all these people are gonna see me at a very exciting moment. And then Tubbo ruined it. <laughs> kept killing you. <laughs> well, he said it out loud way before I joined. So like all these people were joining in advance. But I I mean the hype was still really there. 
but I still remember, I still oh very God, similar that, feeling. One of, the, one of the funniest moments was like um, when when you joined and you were like the little like was it itch, inchling or something? Inchling, or? yeah. One of my one of the funniest moments from when you joined that I saw that like fucking floored me was like Tubbo just kept killing you and kept chasing you and you was like <laughs> like running around. <laughs> And then someone in my chat just like after the sixth time of Tubbo killing you, someone in my chat just goes, Tubbo, stop killing him? With like three question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking burst out laughing. I think I think my favorite time on that server was um definitely when Charlie and I found out he could keep shrinking. Mm. And I literally peaked at like 14,000 viewers on my stream, which I've never done since. Not That's even come cool. close, which was absolutely wild. And it was like naturally too. It wasn't like somebody raided me. Like it was just the hype of the server and we were doing that and we're just kind of threw around as we were doing it. And it's just like my view count skyrocketed at the time. Um, and then definitely when I like literally lung myself at Fundy and killed him, like <laughs> yeah. oh my god i love that clip so much i had i had the best angle jesus christ dude it was like have you seen fundies but he did not see me like i literally the second i appeared he died like it actually looks like i came out of nowhere on his screen it was amazing to watch i, I just remember that frame of you just appearing yeah i just remember <laughs> doing it i remember doing it and i was like this is going viral. Like I can feel it. <laughs> I just like not in an egotistical way, but I could just feel that like what I did was so funny that like people were going to talk about it and it's people still talk about it. Like I still have people mention it. It, it was a very funny thing. I don't know. I yeah, love that was, clip was, so much. It was, it was so, unex so unexpected for me as well. Cause you just, he just <laughs> died like instantly and yeah. your trident like spin was perfectly angled on him. So, like, as soon as you started falling and hitting the ground, you instantly created him. I was like, oh, yep. my God, that's like dude. That's, like, any time. That's, like, the second I put an ounce of effort into Minecraft is what happens, <laughs> I guess. I just don't care to. I don't know. The game The game is fun. I, I've loved playing the game. It's just, it just doesn't do it for me as much anymore. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to style on somebody real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just off the cobwebs. Yeah, really. The PvP button's looking real nice right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's been, you know, almost two hours, but I feel like... Has it really? Yeah. Oh, my God, it has. Well, welcome to the podcast, dude. Well, that flew by. You have wasted your time effectively. <laughs> time waste is living up, to the, living up to the name. Yeah, seriously. I, um, I think we went all over the place, but that's kind of the point, is it, it's about everything and nothing at once. So I appreciate your time and um, you have the floor to link and shout out with link, shout out whatever, you know, avenue of your content you, you would like real quick. Check out Sneak Snag no. at twitch.tv no. forward slash Sneak Snag. That's my Subscribe job. Prime. That's my job. Sneak. I do that. <laughs> I do that part. <laughs> I'm, I'm good, man. You're fine. <laughs> All right, go. You know he 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 fills on everything. I'm I'm sneak snag on everything. I stream all the time, a little too much, and so does Phil. Prime uh, to sneak. Sure, I'll take it. I have to fund a wedding, so I'll take everything. I'll take everything True. I can get. Man's getting married. You know how fucking expensive weddings I, are. I do. Please, <laughs> please help. Please, Prime. All right, dudes. 
this has been an episode and uh we'll see you we'll see you in the next one